Hi everyone, welcome to Poetry Says, coming to you from my dad's backyard in Canberra. You might be able to hear some bird sounds around the place. It is a wintry Tuesday morning in August, but the birds are still going for it because it's Farrah and it's basically the bush. So yeah, I'm just here visiting my dad in Canberra, but a couple of weeks ago I was up in Sydney and managed to catch up with two amazing poets, Benjamin Dodds and Mran Marie Lang. And they were kind enough to let me record as we shared a poem each and gave each other some feedback. So this was actually Benjamin's idea. He said, why don't you record the workshop process so people can hear what it's like? And I thought that was such a fantastic idea because I know workshops can be very intimidating. Uh, the first workshop I ever went to, <laughs> I was so scared, so scared. But hopefully you can hear just how great and useful a workshop can be when you have the right people in the room. So both Ben and Ryan Marie are amazing poets. So I was so happy to be sitting with them and, and sharing my poem with them and having the opportunity to give them feedback as well. So look, I think you'll, you'll definitely see their poems out there somewhere in the world um, soon enough. And yeah, maybe even my poem too. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I really hope that if you are someone who has considered doing workshopping but felt a little bit scared, a um, little bit apprehensive, I think this is an example of a really good poetry workshop, a really generous and and caring sort of exchange here. Um, they're not all like that, it's true. Sometimes, you know, you can get someone in there who's got a bit of an axe to grind and that can be that can be awkward, but I think that it's worth it just to take a poem into a room and just to get fresh eyes on it. I think you learn so much. So this episode's in three parts. First up, you'll hear me reading my poem and then I get some feedback. Then we move on to Ben's and finally Ryan Marie's poem. So here we go. Your window into a poetry workshop with Benjamin Dodds, Ryan Marie Lang and me. This is really new, it's maybe three weeks old and it's very silly and um, I kind of want it to be silly uh, but it might also just be too silly and maybe, uh, look I just don't know, I'm not very sure about it so I'm going to just read it for you. This is the first time I've read it too so let's see what happens. It's called Soy! Exclamation point. A shitty Buddhist, a worse Christian, I'm not one to talk. But I've heard that part of being a good Buddhist is following impulses down and back to their roots to find out what it is that's pulling at us. Then we can look hard at the schemes we're making and the idea is we realise this, it's all waiting to become dust and join its cousins up in space. I could, for example, interrogate the reason I still have a recipe for dairy-free muffins in an exercise book on my kitchen shelf. <laughs> Under the basic muffin recipe, I have written the words dairy-free, soy, the exclamation point adding what? Energy? Hope? 
The fact is, when I wrote the exclamation point, I was planning when I might manage to see you to help out with your new baby by baking. I have no need of dairy-free muffins anywhere in the rest of my life. A life in which I eat meat, am not sober, can digest most things, but only snatch at wisdom. The fact is, I was actually just desperate to find a reason to see you, and I knew you and your girlfriend were dairy intolerant. Oh, that's so nerve-wracking. <laughs> it's always nerve-wracking reading up poems, isn't it? Yes, it is, especially it really when is. you don't even know, like, yeah, I don't even know where the emphasis goes in half those lines. And then the worst part is when you, you've heard it and then you sit and you kind of half read it again in silence. Yeah. And you're waiting to know what that silence means. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's what happens at most poetry groups. Yeah. Um, I have something straight off the bat that I'd, I'd like to say. Great. Um, I don't think the first half is silly at all. I think the first half is actually quite a serious poem um, and quite metaphysical and spiritual. And then it shifts gear. Um, I could, for example, interrogate. That's for me where it shifts gear into a much more light-hearted poem. Mm -hmm. Um, I really love the first half and I really love the second half, but um, it's not clear to me yet how the marrying of those two... uh, uh, if it's working yeah right maybe there needs to be more of a ramp up yeah to get into this uh, dairy free muffin situation to get into the dairy free muffin and, and something <laughs> and then you do link back when you talk about you know um, but only snatch at wisdom you sort of start to cycle back towards the beginning of the poem mm-hmm. at, in that second third last line but yeah I feel like it's almost two poems put side by side and that integration is 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 yet to come because I mean I love this first part um, you, you know I guess you could say you are being silly when you say a shitty Buddhist or worse Christian I'm not one to talk but then the, the rest of it's actually just really beautiful I'm, um, and, and, and thoughtful there is a gear shift though you're right it, it, it becomes really domestic mm. in a really nice warm way um, and I felt kind of maybe a bit tense at the beginning and then relaxed a bit um, when we went into, you know, talking about cooking and, um, yeah, it, it definitely does shift gear. So maybe the first half is, uh, maybe it's like a question of making the first half a touch less earnest. Yeah. I think one of my many and most obvious failings as a poet is my earnestness. <laughs> I really want to get more humour and more levity yeah. into my work, and this is a this is an attempt to do. There that. is a lightness to it. Uh, it that's not completely absent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it, I don't know. It seems a bit more. Uh, I don't know. The the seriousness at the beginning really is in contrast to the sort of lighter, lighter hearted stuff that comes after. Yeah. yeah, it's oh yeah. I I agree. I think I think those first three lines are quite humorous and light. Okay. But then it becomes very very spiritual and earnest, if you want to call it earnest. I, I sort of I think it's you're asking metaphysical questions, and then suddenly you're asking very domestic questions, and the sort of the the line between the two is unclear. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite clever the way we don't quite know the reason for the, you know, the 
rumination upon soy until we realize that you're cooking for someone, um, yeah. you know, who has a certain diet or a certain, um, you know, mm-hmm. you're thinking of this food in terms of what they would like. Maybe if you kind of foreshadowed that a bit at the beginning, maybe slipped right. a line in at yeah. the beginning that was saying that you're cooking for someone else and that this soy is not, you know, this soy recipe isn't necessarily for you. This dairy free recipe is not necessarily for you. Probably. I know you reveal it later, mm. but if it did happen a bit earlier, it would lighten it a little bit earlier on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you could, so then you're talking about kind of framing that whole being part of being a good Buddhist, which is where it becomes very serious. That's being framed then. And, and, and as you said, um, put a bit more levity in that whole, taking what sort of joking tone towards. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, probably. Probably, I'm thinking now that um, I, I was thinking, oh, it's okay just to get make it funny at the end because at least if it ends light, then everyone yeah. will be left in a good mood. But um, yeah, I'm thinking now that I probably want it to be a bit funnier all the way through. Um, the and, problem is, I love that line. Then we can look hard at the schemes we're making, and the idea is that we realise this is all waiting to become dust. It's all waiting to become dust. I really love that line. Oh, good. So, I, really got, I was very unsure about that. Yeah, so. no, I really love that line. So it'd be sad to um, lose it, but that is definitely a um, complex question um, and a very serious line. There's a very, very long line here um, that's much longer than... Oh, actually, it's not quite as long as one that comes after. The really no. long line that ends in We Realise This, the way you read it... Um, the way you read it, it was very clear, um, but reading it on the paper, that really long line, I find a bit confusing. Yeah, it's way too long. I think um, when I read it, I could feel where the breaks need to be, yeah. so yeah. I'll try a few. So you're saying, you know, um, then we can look hard at the schemes we're making, and the idea is we realise this, yeah, and you kind of pause yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the same thing, a life in which I can eat meat, am not sober, can digest most things, but only snatch at wisdom. That was another line. Where you... Some great lines in it, definitely. Yeah, there are some great lines, but I think you also paused there. Mm. Yeah, I think that's... I should read it aloud and actually mark my breaks. Yeah. Um... Something really pedantic. Yep. Um, exclamation point, not exclamation mark. Oh, Yeah. That sounds right. a bit American exclamation point. You're right. But maybe that's what maybe that's the term that you that you personally use. I don't know. What do you say? I say exclamation point, but I'm only because I'm fully Americanized. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not a good thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone knows what an exclamation point is. Yeah, Doesn't but matter. No, but... that's okay. No, it's a good. It, it ends on quite a serious note too. Um, the fact is, I was actually just desperate to find a reason to see you. I mean, that's coming back to quite a, an emotional place. So I feel like it it does have this journey of, of being a little bit light, then going to quite serious palm. Then it, then it does become silly, as you said, or not silly, but it becomes very light-hearted and playful. Yeah. And then suddenly at the end, it, clump, it comes in again to a much sort of a place of seriousness. 
Yeah. I like the mystery of who this person is. Yeah, same. Um, I think that's really nice that you haven't spoon fed mm. us about who this person is. Okay, so it's not annoying that you... No, no. I like that a lot. Okay, no. good. I like the you who is the addressee who we don't know, apart from the fact that they're dairy intolerant, have a girlfriend yeah. and a new baby. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Will this person know who they are if they listen? Definitely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, he hates poetry and oh, right. uh, never listened to my podcast. So. And did did he get his muffins? Uh, maybe. I don't know. See, the, the great thing about this is that this horrible obsessive relationship is now well in the past, so I can write this poem. Yeah, right. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't even remember. And I look at that stupid muffin recipe every time I go to make muffins. Uh, I see my stupid handwriting being like, soy. <laughs> just like, oh, I just desperate freak. I just felt, felt as soon as you said that, that that needs to be in the poem. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I, I felt that that, that, will, yeah. that will give the poem its backbone. Okay. What, and you mean that it's in the past now? Or? Well, no, that, that, that what there once was this very deeply oh, serious... Okay urge around this person this, this I can kind urge. of see that in here though that you know wanting to impress this person by cooking for them something that you wouldn't normally cook for yourself yeah. there's a drive there that, that I can pick up that there is some personal connection that's not just friendship possibly yeah. I feel like it could be stronger and then that, that could be fed into the beginning of the poem which would also bring that in as well because it is in its very original sense coming from a place of deep seriousness which where you can now look back on that from a place of levity mm-hmm. because enough time has passed yeah yeah so it, it definitely sounds like i need to look again or well, definitely at the whole thing but yeah um, but work yeah, at the first bit when you said that i suddenly i, I felt it some sort of knitting together of the ideas in the poem mm-hmm. that, that 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 where it's original impulse and you've been able to come back to something cool um Mm. Thanks, guys. I'm glad it's, uh, you know, it's worth keeping going with, it sounds like. Yeah, no, it is. It absolutely <laughs> is. No, it's a great poem. Yeah, it is. Thanks. Soy, exclamation mark. Soy. Soy. Point, exclamation point. <laughs> and um, I just want to say I completely relate to the fact that you eat meat, are not sober, and can digest things, but only snatch at wisdom. <laughs> yep. As can I. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. I thought, yep, that would be me. Nice one. Okay, so this poem used to be called Field Work, and in the last few days I took that title off, and I wrote a couple of possible titles, but that I won't even read out loud because I don't like them enough for them to stay as possible titles. Um, But it's... It's a little bit like yours in that there's a light-heartedness to it, but it might come a bit too late. I don't know. I'll just read it anyway. Okay. It's a work poem. It's from when I used to be a, a lab technician and I had to work in the field. Crouched at the centre of stagnance, we sink deep neoprene feet to lower awkward steel frames called quadrats over random square metres of rice. Scything steak knives side to side, we cut off pithy stems at mud level until pleasing windows of water mirror tiles of sky. Nearing sample quota for this particular site, focus wanders, hands on hips. Nitrogen stings nostrils, feeding green this hyper-lush crop. Smells like urine here, I think aloud, 
before someone else appears from hidden cut, rises with blade, heavy frame and satisfied smile to say, that's because I am. Oh my god! <laughs> it took me a couple of seconds to get that. Oh, that's great. That's really great. Uh... I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it smells like you're in here? Yeah, they. that's because I am. And a guy, it's a true story. Another guy stood up and he said, that's because I am. It smells like you're in here. Oh. And he said, well, that's because I am in here with you in this field of You're in here. Rice. You're in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Sorry. Okay. If, if, if already one person out of three don't pick that up and get it, then that's a problem because... You're in here. No, sorry. I was thinking about someone who just had a sneaky pee. And... Oh, no. Well, the, <laughs> the smell is the nitrogen um, fertilizer, the nitrogen yeah. um, that they throw into the rice paddy. Um, that makes the rice so green. Um, yeah. That makes sense if your first proposed heading then. Which I'll read out loud now. Everyone's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. which I actually quite like as a heading. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. And I also like the the uh, other alternative title. Yeah. As well. Yeah, I do actually too. <laughs> I really do. I think that 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 that. That is the poem. Oh, Department of Agriculture and Stand-Up Comedy. Yes. <laughs> and that makes you look for that. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe I need to signpost at the beginning that there's a joke coming. Yeah. Because there's no joke in the first two stanzas. Um, well, not really until the three, until the fourth stanza. Oh, sorry, stanza. yeah, the first three. That's until right, the, yeah. The fourth stanza is, is when the joke comes. Yep. So, yeah, yeah I, think, I think signposting with your um, with the title, title would, would really help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would have definitely helped me because I'd have been looking for the part. But that wordplay might be a bit of a stretch then if you didn't get it. Well, the thing is, it'll work perfectly if you perform it. Yes. But it won't yeah. work on the page unless you include something about the emphasis that Americans and Australians put on the word urine, urine. Yeah. Like it's going to have to be some... That's right. If you say urine, it smells like urine here, then it's going to be what? Well, it's very, it's a very <laughs> like amazingly kind of zen-like ending without the joke. You know, that's yeah. because I, I am. am. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I, I was thinking. I pee because I am. Yeah. That's what I, I was like thinking. That. I was thinking, oh, it's got this sudden zen ending after the smelling like the urine. So I was, a bit, I got confused in the, in the final stanza. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a joke that has, it, like, it's got to stay and it's got to, this poem has to be, made to work on the page and spoken and I feel yeah. very strongly about it if I were going to change it though I'd have to get rid of the whole poem which I'm kind of considering anyway because I've sent it out oh. a few times and it's been it's been yeah, rejected why, why are you thinking of well b because it was something that really did happen if I take that line out I might as well get rid of the whole poem because no, exactly. it only exists yeah. because of the joke that that guy I yeah. used to work with made that day that always stuck with me I thought it was quite witty and it was so fast. He just was like, that's because I am. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I don't think you should retire it. I don't think... I think all that's happened is, if you've sent it out, is that editors have, have just not gotten it because they're just yeah. reading it on the page. That's you all. you yeah, need maybe. to do a phonetic spelling of your own. Yeah, that, that could help. Yeah. yeah. So how would I do that? Um, um, urine, so, that it, so that they know to say urine. Um, you need to do, do a... Yeah, spell. maybe... 
do a phonetic so that we know that it's piss but yeah. <laughs> um, if there's a way but to we know say urine the field work title before actually would have been a bit of a would have thrown people off so that's probably part of the reason that it's never been yeah. very successful yeah because um yeah uh, well it makes sense because you're at work and you're working at the department of agriculture could you build yeah. towards the joke as well a little bit in the previous stanzas because they are beautiful like some of the lines are really really love um but they don't signal they don't signal that there's a joke coming no or that it's a humor poem or that it's yeah. a payoff poem mm. and it is a payoff poem it's got that snap line at the end yeah i i liked uh, like that i mean i wrote it this way because it was just you know i was in a zen world for a, for a while just you know standing there in my own world and then suddenly this guy made a joke and it snapped me out of everything yeah yeah um, but where do you think i could well, or I'm how not, do you think i could hint at it i'm wondering if it's on? crouched at the center of stagnance we seek deep neoprene feet to lower awkward steel frames i feel like in that because that's where you're describing your situation somewhere in that stanza you mm-hmm. could make some i don't know what it is some reference to wordplay some exactly some to my co-workers just great yeah. puns or yeah sort of exactly quick with a joke something like that you know and you're not just thinking deep neoprene feet to lower awkward steel frames but there's another thing going on as well this human to human interaction yeah it doesn't really signpost that there's anyone else there does no, it no it doesn't i feel oh, like that's you need a good point you yeah. need to you need to there's human we to human. do this we think deep neoprene feet but that's not enough yeah. maybe no. like Bob and I or something yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I don't Rod, even remember Rod the guy's dis- name then Rod disappears behind the <laughs> behind the fence <laughs> um, yeah alright so maybe I could put in there somewhere just a reference to working with someone who's a bit of a joker maybe or or, yeah. or just the fact that I'm with other people yeah I like the thought of putting in the fact that you're working with someone else who's a bit of a joker but you're in a zen mood yeah and then they catch you yeah maybe a line like um not yeah. wanting to talk not wanting yeah. to take part in jokes or something like that because yeah, you're, you're serious in this, you're, you're in, in this. the department doing this yeah work, which is or just in a mood where i'm you know you don't you, where you're enjoying being on your own and you don't want to take yeah. part in you know well, you workplace are zen. banter you yeah. are zen and then suddenly you're caught out so you go, so maybe you I like could that al- idea maybe you can almost have a hint of tension at the beginning of the poem because you're with this person and you know that they're a joker and you're not in that mood yeah but by the end good of the, idea guys yeah. by the end of the poem I think that might help yeah I really love the structure basically it's uh, left aligned and then right I guess and, and you're going left right left right which suggests the two people but it also suggests the pace of the work that you're doing and the repetitiveness of it um, hmm. you could even this is just a tiny thing and just a suggestion but you could almost um, maybe play with the stanza breaks too I don't I don't know but then again having four stanzas is nice because it's kind of again suggests that sort of everything's a square everything's very evenly they seem to be the same length too same number of lines yeah and they both end end and start and end with um left justified yeah yeah yeah, um, but yeah i really like that and I, I love i mean i love this at any point but i love the use of scientific language and the fact yeah. that he introduces to a thing called a quadrat yeah and um talking about this work which is so specific and so 
uh, hidden. You would never see this, and you would never think that people do this. And you certainly yeah. wouldn't think that they'd be standing around. It's not something making... I've heard much about or been involved in since I used to do this job yeah. a million years ago. Yeah. Can you explain neoprene feet? Um, well, because we were because rice grows in um, a rice paddy that's sort of filled up to your to your ankles in in yeah. water. We wore wetsuit boots. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that were made right. out of neoprene. Yeah. So little booties that you'd slip on and zip up. Yeah. And, and they're See, made out of hilarious. Th- th- that's hilarious. neoprene. That should go in. I mean, I feel like well, you yeah, need to unpack. You could say, you know, something like silly silly neoprene boots or ridiculous. Well, I want I, t- I want to know that it's a zip up little boot. Yeah, yeah. you're saying they're in tiny booties. Yeah, I want I want to see that boot on your foot. Yeah, and that hints at silliness that's going yeah. to come later too. Good yeah. idea. And, and maybe you're you're zipping up your boots and zipping away from the, this annoying joker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll figure something out like that. Okay, so. It reminds me of Kevin Rudd saying, "All right, folks, got to zip." Oh, yeah, got to zip. <laughs> So it's salvageable, you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, don't give up on it. Oh, my God. No, and it's oh, okay, got some cool, beautiful thanks. lines in it. And and it is, once you get the joke, sorry that I didn't get it, it's actually really funny. You know when something's been around for a long time and you've kind of lost all perspective of whether it's any good or not or yeah. whether it's worth saving or... Yeah. Yes. That's kind of the case with this one. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. I've got a poem that I read out at uh, the Sappho Open Mic the other night. I think it's racked up its 15th rejection yeah. now. I'm just like, nah, still yeah, reading this it, sorry. Yeah, had five or six, I think. <laughs> I will not let you go. All right, well, I have to um, just first up say I'm a very nervous reader. That's so right. if, I, I, if I sort of fumble and stumble it's because I find it nerve-wracking but I'll do my I'll do my best we'll edit that out yeah you can always do it twice if you want to um so this is um one of those poems that I wrote quite a while ago I wrote quite a while ago and have let sit and have come back to and found something in it that I wanted to explore I'm not quite sure what that is but I was drawn back to it so I've redrafted it and I'm really curious to see if if you guys also think it's got life in it and some kernel or something that it's exploring. Yeah. Coming home late at night. The quiet formality of my room seems so sudden, having come, just come, from another noisy party with all those talking heads and me in the corner, listing, swaying above myself in the breeze of their voices. I came home in a taxi, The driver spoke fast, tainted English. He knew the streets, that was clear, but even so they flowed like lead, a molten river. Careering, growling beast, cresting each beneath the other. And outside my window, young buds practiced war paint and mating dance. The tender flawlessness of their unmarked skin shocked me, half-formed children hidden beneath, jostling violent particularity, deliriously oblivious, as we oozed past in our taxi. The quiet formality of my room seems so sudden, so familiar and shaping. I feel myself folding back inside, sliding in from the air above, gathering, waiting, softly going about my business. This reminds me of something, and I can't put my finger on what it is. Is it written in response to a... No. Or no, okay. 
It's written like in response to literally the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, coming yeah, home yeah. late at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and from that being in that party, you know, those parties where you feel slightly distance and then seeing these young teenagers as, as, as you know in the city and then coming home and this sudden silence mm. I don't know if it's the way you read it or the quiet formality in the first line that's repeated later it seems very serious like uh, I don't know very serious do you feel that it's a very serious poem um I feel that its heart probably is. I mean, it's 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 in contrast, definitely, to the two poems we've just read. I think its heart probably is in a serious place. Yeah, I do. It's about gathering, I guess, after these two experiences. Mm. And being very well, it it's very much that you're on your own. Mm. Yeah. The line that jumps out to me that I would have said would be the the heart of it is the one, the tender flawlessness of their unmarked skin shocked me, half-formed children. Um, The half-formed children seem to be the thing that, you know, if it were a painting, that would be the thing that I was drawn to. That's a scary image, half-formed children. Yeah, it's creepy, but it also... Mm. um, I mean, that's exactly what I think when I'm in a cab coming home and when you see kids out and they're just wearing the bare minimum, even though it's freezing cold. Yeah, and they're all made up to the nines. Yeah, yeah, it's really... It is shocking. It is shocking yeah. and it's and you kind of want to um, just, like, throw your coat at them. <laughs> well, you want to gather them up somehow and yeah. say to them, you're out here raw in the world... But they're having, they're totally oblivious to all of this and to the effect that they have on people. That's it. I reckon that's that's um, something to investigate a, a tiny bit further somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where, but it's the contrast between you because you've been to this party, and um, there's something about the fact that you knew to come home. It, it strikes yeah. me that maybe you come, came home a little early, like a sensible hour. Maybe that party is still going on. Um, I think a sensible hour at that time in my life was probably about 3 a.m. Yes. <laughs> relatively <laughs> sensible. But there's you as it was relative. Of... It's all relative, isn't well, it? Well, it wasn't yeah. five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the repeat of the line, the quiet formality of my room seems yeah. so sudden. Me too. And the second time we hear it, the quiet formality is sudden because yeah. we've we've experienced this taxi ride home whereas when it's the first line we don't know what comes before yet Mm. but that repetition is really good um you know suddenly suddenly the formality is sudden and it it is a big change from what we've just had yeah Yeah. i think it's a good first line too um and it's a a feeling that i i mean that's one of the things that poetry does that is the most stunning to me is that you've got somebody who's put into words an experience that you've had a million times but you've never expressed it and yeah that's definitely a feeling that I know very well you come back to your neat room that you left when you were all dolled up and now you're all dishevelled and yeah it's like this person's looking at you going where have you been (laughs) (laughs) and and you do you 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 re-find yourself somehow yeah and I think it was that contrast between being at the party feeling slightly 
distance from the party itself and then seeing these young teenagers being in my 20s at the time so still a bit party animal myself but having much more stronger sense of self than seeing these people are just starting on the journey to to their party animal selves Mm, mm. and then being at home and then it's you know you're anchored again how much of this in its current form is the same as what it was before um quite a bit the work i actually was it was interesting that you picked that up alice most of my work was around the the children the half-formed children when i rewrote it because right okay because i do feel like that's probably the heart of the poem as well is the contrast between me and, and and you know me who's going to a place of gathering um, and, and, and stillness and these children who are rushing out wildly into the world as fast as they can and also that sense of being on the street in those cars and you know it's all red all the lights are red and it's, it's noisy and it's you know but you're in this funny little cocoon yeah oozing past yeah 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 oozing past is, is fabulous it's such a beautiful moment beautiful process to into a poem i'm really glad that someone has done this (laughs) thank you thank you so does anything really strike you as not as as jolting or not working um the line uh, half formed children hidden beneath jostling violent particularity jostling at the end of that line uh, sort of i found a little bit uh, I don't know, disjointed. Yeah. I found it a bit jarring, possibly. Yeah. I was going to point to that exact. Uh, okay. Because you read it so smoothly and it sounded so natural, um, but on the page, I think I, that might sort of trip me up a bit if I were yeah. just reading it. So what if I did the line break at beneath then? Yeah. So yeah. skin shocked me. Half-formed children hidden beneath jostling violent particularity. Yeah, because the violent particularity is what's being jostled but being left with just jostling at the end of a line yep no okay that, that i can i can see that 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 would work it would make that Did last you think that too um yeah i'm having a bit of trouble with violent particularity i'm not really sure what it refers to but i mean i like the sound of it me. i like it a lot but i'm wondering if there's a way to say it in a different in, a, in different words it, it's yeah. referring to you know how teenagers they all want to look so different oh i see yeah oh, so yeah, the jostling so they're rubbing yeah. up against each other there it's almost like that's what i mean by the weight mating dance it's almost like yeah. they're rubbing up each, each trying to outdo the other in the yeah. craziness yeah, yeah. of their outfit and the wackiness yeah. of their appearance that so makes that, perfect sense now that you've yeah, said that. So yeah, so maybe I need to unpack that. So thing. maybe you can maybe. be more particular in your yeah. particularity and, <laughs> and talk about yeah. clothing. Yeah. Um, or... Yeah, know. okay, that's good. You get some concrete. Yeah, because it suddenly becomes very abstract then, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, okay. And, and the fact that you're using the word particularity, it might need a bit... I don't know, it might need to be a bit more specific yeah okay well yeah I, well, I can change that I, I thought I said do I say they practice war paint and mating dance yeah I'll do what I'll do is I'll just I'll go into clothes or something and talk about how they're each of them are fighting to be the most particular the most unique yeah that makes sense that yeah totally makes sense is it a Sydney poem it is a Sydney poem yeah, yeah maybe maybe that could come into the title a little bit then um, if you want to make it specific to the place 
Do, do you think it affects the poem if you know it's in Sydney? I like like that. Yeah, because okay. I, li- I I just like it when poems are in a concrete place. But I don't know. What do you think, Ben? Um, it's totally. I'm indifferent. Subjective thing. Not to yeah. the poem, but to that to that <laughs> idea. I was just curious about you know where what part of you know where were you where you were going past these people? I was in I think I was in Chippendale Redfern, uh-huh. and then I was going through the heart of the city. You know where all the nightclubs are. Oh yeah. Where all the young ones go. And I was coming home to quiet, subdued Balmain. To a cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) Or just to my room. And I really had that sense of just becoming myself again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's such a great thing to write about. And everyone's done it. Everyone knows it. Yeah, it's a really recognisable, I don't know, it's an experience that I think most people would identify with. Yeah. Is that a problem or is that okay? No, No, that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's the way into it, I guess. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Right, is this well, going to be one of your... Is this in your collection? Yeah, it is in my collection, but I didn't feel like it was working. And now I think I know why I think it is that stanza that I've been working on and that is still not working. So I think you guys have really helped me. Um, I see. That's why doing this is so worthwhile. Yeah, I think you, know, so you guys have really helped me figure out... I think I, when I read it again, I think Jostling Violent Particularity has also bothered me, but I haven't realised that it was because it was too abstract. You get used to those little rough bits, I think, when you've yeah. worked on it for you so do. long. You just go, oh, yeah, that thing, yep. It and scratches at you, but yeah. you don't notice it. You don't it. notice it. And yeah. you've got all of these other little details attached to the poem in your brain that, you know, travels with the poem everywhere it goes, but other people don't have access to those specific extra details that we have yeah you know i mean we've been involved in a poetry workshop before and there there've been times where people have shared poems that they had a really particular vision about and we've said to them that you know maybe there wasn't enough detail to let the new reader to to give the new reader access to the poem you know people bring i don't know people bring a whole lot of extra stuff um, with their poem when they read it out. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's so good to talk about that it. sounds like a load of garbage, but... No, 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 that's exactly <laughs> right. And that's that's why you've got to do this exercise because otherwise you don't realise that you've been filling in a gap exactly. this whole time that no one else can possibly fill in. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah and you also don't realise the points of tension in the poem where where you you know intuitively that something's not working. Yeah. But because you're, you're, you, because you've written it, you can't feel where the grit is. So you need yeah. other people to, to feel that grit for you and say, here, here's where it caught me and rubbed and in an in an unpleasant way. And that idea isn't quite working. Is the journey is the journey okay? This journey that we go on from the party through the city into the home. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think that's it's, really it's nice. Good. And I think yeah. the four stanzas of equal length is perfect for that too. Okay, great. Um, I think its pacing is really steady and reflecting that kind of journey of the taxi. Yeah. Okay.